fighting against the woke establishment, rhino Republicans, and anyone else that stands in his way. This is the Samuel McGuire Show on Red Future Radio. Hello and welcome. This is the Samuel McGuire Show on the Red Future Radio Network. Thank you so much for listening. I had a wonderful time in Florida. I'm sorry that we weren't able to bring all the content that we wanted to bring you. Uh, I, I would like to have a whole line of interviews lined up for you guys, but we only got you two. But the ones that we did bring you were, you know, very impressive candidates. And, uh, you know, with that Rick Barron race in the 33rd districts uh, for the state representative mail seat, uh, we need to make sure we're getting Dave Johnson, the Ohio Republican Party treasurer, out of office. He is corrupt. He is not good for our party. And we need to move on. Uh, it's very important that we got him on at the show, and I hope to see him win tomorrow in the August 2nd election. And why we're doing these interviews is because we have to understand how important this August 2nd election is. We have to make sure we're electing very godly, godly-fearing legislators, God-fearing state representative or uh, state uh, state central committee members, male and females, and we got to make sure that we're getting our Senate you know, in line and ready to move on legislation because it seems like nothing gets done in Columbus. We need to make sure we're getting stuff done. It needs to happen. So today we have a very special guest from the 84th district. That's all of Mercer, half of all glaze and the northern part of Dark County. Amy Morrow. Amy, thanks for thanks for coming on the show. We really appreciate it here at the Red Future Radio Network. And how are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you so much, Samuel, for having me on. I really appreciate this so much. Thank you. Yes, it just seems like, you know, our schedules worked perfectly to put this together. <laughs> and, you know, uh, I know that I tried to get a lot of candidates on the show, a lot of candidates won on the show. But you know what? This is what we're stuck or this is what we got. Not stuck with Amy. You're a very important candidate. But, you know, yeah. it's it's important that we get to hear your message because, you know, I don't know I haven't been paying much attention to your race. I know you're just below me. I'm in the 82nd district. Okay. But, uh, obviously, you're in a you're in a crowded field, and uh, I'm sure there's being a lot of money thrown around and a lot of media. And I don't know if you've been getting much media. Um, I think it's important that every candidate is heard, and yes. their message is heard. And I think that's very yeah. important, no matter where they're at, no matter how much money they've raised. If you're on the ballot, you're a qualified candidate. So it's very important to hear your message. And thank you so much for coming on the show. It's very important. You are so very welcome. And thank you so much for um, giving me this opportunity. I really appreciate this. So, yes. yeah, yeah, it's very important. Um, um, special primary, you know, and, and when I even talk to people, they're like, oh, we vote August. I'm like, oh, my. you know, so they're saying it's going to be a low um, turnout. So I'm just praying, you know, that, you know, people, people show up and vote. It is very, very important. So yes. important. So Amy, our first question is just about you and, uh, you know, why mm -hmm. are you running? So who is Amy Morrow and why are you running? <laughs> yeah. So um, actually I just got off work. I work in long-term health. Um, I've worked in long-term health for over 28 years. And um, so um, with all the COVID challenges, you know, that has brought with working in long-term health, um, me and coworkers were actually um, refusing the vaccine. So um, because of that, we, um, 
came together and, you know, just through prayer, honestly, last year, actually, um, it was a year ago this week, um, I was at church praying and seeking God, you know, what, you know, what do you, you know, we aren't facing losing our jobs. And that's when God, um, put in my spirit to start medical freedom fighters of dark County. And so it was through that, that, um, I started doing rallies and just, um, you know, and the amazing people that God has brought me through that, that journey of standing up um, for medical freedom. And through that, also seeing how our freedoms are being stripped away, you know, our, even our voices are being silenced. So um, having said that, if you would have told me a year ago, I would be running for state representative, I would be saying, what? <laughs> so um, it's been a journey um, through through that. So, um, you know, I am what you call a Christian constitutional um, candidate, Christian candidate. I have never ran for governmental office ever. And um, seeing how, you know, that our, we, that our voices weren't being heard, especially with the HB 248 a year ago, almost, um, of course, we were hearing the hearing, you know, at the statehouse, you know, for HB 248. And then, of course, Representative Jennifer Gross put out the initiative petition and seeing that only a handful of our representatives were just that signed it and how, how frustrating it was that our voices were not being heard and just really realizing what a representative is. They are just the voice of the people, you know, it's, you know, it's going there and being the people's voice. And so through that journey, that is where God has um, led me to be where I am today and um, going around you know, to the places that God has blessed me to be, to speak and realizing that the only true way that Ohio is going to be fixed and healed is if we put him first. Mm -hmm. And so that has been my message. You know, um, you know, I have decreed and declared what God has put in my spirit, you know, for 20, for 2022 is a year of changing of the guards, you know, for God to get the wrong, for, for us to vote the wrong ones out for 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 us to get the God-fearing ones in. That will stand for righteousness, you know? Amen. And so that's where, um, that's been my message. And that is the only true way, is getting Ohio back, is putting Jesus first. Amen. So In our motto, yeah. with God, all things are possible. All things are possible. That's our state you motto, got it. absolutely. He's in, yeah. yeah, and I, I, the separate, I mean, we can go off on that. I really don't want to go off on a tangent there, but it's very important that we mm -hmm. do not have the separation in God in our state because it's, it's, right. it's, it's pointless, right? Uh, well, our our like, rights come from the uh, Christ, right? Our right come, our rights come from God. So absolutely. that would make no sense. But, and when you say that we cannot separate, it's like saying we can separate water from wet. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, yes, you can't right. do that. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. So Amy, why are you the best candidate to represent all of Mercer, half of all glaze and the Northern part of uh, dark County in the state house? Well, you're asking me why I would be the best. Well, to tell you, I I will just be what God called me to be and to stand as Solomon did. God, give me wisdom to rule the people. I will stand for righteousness. And, and you know, and that's 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 really I mean, I'm not saying I, I have experience. I'm not saying I have the accolades. You know, I don't have ABC at, at the end of my name. You know, I'm not I'm not sitting here, for, you know, talking to you and saying, oh, I have all the answers because I don't. What I can say is let's get pen and paper and let's get together 
but better yet, let's 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 do what we're called to do. Let's pray. Let's seek God. Let's do that Matthew six thirty three. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So that is what I believe is what we need to get back to. So that's that's and having said that, that's where I'll stand. Awesome. You know, wonderful. Right. We we need people like that in the state house. I can tell you. I believe Representative Gross. Uh, she is one that is uh, yes, as uh, one that is not scared to uh, speak out oh, of faith her. or, or yeah. is fearful at all. So we appreciate her in the state house. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Why did yeah, you declare? Really... Why did? Sorry, but moving on to our next question. Uh, why yeah. did you declare to run for the state representative position? Well, um, it was an open position with the redistricting. Um, you know, this this area, of course, had um, Representative Susan Manchester. And because of the redistricting, it left this open. So, yeah, and it was just it was just God just um, putting that. And, and, you know, and then and then God will send somebody. If you run, I'll vote for you. If you run. I'll vote. And I'm like, so, you know, it was mm-hmm. it was like from. A God thing. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, being in part of that, you know, Dark County, uh, uh, you know, medical freedom group, yeah. I'm sure all the people you're around there and just, you know, with the open seat, I, I can understand yeah. why people and just yourself, th- this is what I need to do. And uh, it's so important that you are running because uh, I know that there are two other candidates in your field, but, yeah. you know, in my opinion, maybe there should be more. I mean, Mm-hmm. not saying that, you know, you're not a good candidate or those three yeah. are not good or your three are not great candidates, but I guarantee we have a lot of brilliant God-fearing patriots in our country yeah. Yeah. where are they at, you know? So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very impressed yeah. that you did stake, stand up because running for office is not an easy thing. No, uh, no. Obviously you, you lose, lose relationships. I'm sure yeah. obviously you gain them, but I'm sure, mm-hmm. you know, people say things about you that's not true or, you know, yeah. it, it's politics, right? It's a dirty, dirty game. And obviously, yeah. you know that going into it, but it, you know, it, it's so important that you know we get the God-fearing people in there. Absolutely. Well, you know that is so true. And when you say that, you know, where are the people? And I think a lot of times people look at themselves and they think, you know, just even if you look at Moses, Samuel, you know, Moses, I want you to go down and tell Pharaoh, let my people go. What did he? What did he do? He brought all of this. I can't do that. I can't even. You know, I have a stuttering problem. And you know, they they think that. And and, and if we just think for a minute. And we just get ourselves. It's not us. It's God moving through us. Mm-hmm. And if you get that revelation and realize, you know, God, you know, just like Isaiah said, God, here I am, send me, you know, and it's just literally, you know, we, we say that just like you said, Ohio's motto in God, all things are possible. Well, do we believe it? All things are possible. It says we can do all things through Christ, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, we, we we read the word and we we, we, de- we say it and we say that we decree and declare it, but yet do we believe it? So, you know, it's just literally taking a step in faith and saying, you know, I, you know, okay, God, I, you, where you guide, you got to provide because I know I, I know I can't do this with two wadded up dollar bills in my hand, you know? So, you know, it's, it is amazing for you to take that first step of faith and know that you can do this you know, and you're co-laboring with God. You know, I had to learn that, you know, because so many times, you know, things didn't work out, you know, even with this past rally I did, you know, and um, we had on there, you know, food trucks and I had, you know, with festivals and fairs and everything going on, you know, I, and it's just, God was just showing me, you know, just, you know, and I think too, you know, we, you know, the book Ecclesiastes says, you know, there's a time for peace and there's a time for war. Mm-hmm. 
And, you know, this is a spiritual war that we are dealing with, and we cannot fight this with our hand of the flesh. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? So, so, you know, God's just saying, you know, give this to me, you know, and so many times we're trying to do things, you know, and even, you know, we can't even fight this, you know, this, and, you know, even looking in the old Testament, you know, we, 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 they had what they had all the ites, you know, the high vice, the Jebusites, you know, the many nights, well, we have those ites today, you know, now we have the what CDC ites, mm-hmm. <laughs> the yeah. world health organization ites, you know, yeah. there's things we have to come against, you know, but we first have to come against it in the spirit. You know what I mean? So this is where we're at. And it's going to take those God fearing people because I, Samuel, I believe God is not done with Ohio. No, God is done with Ohio. So, you know, and so that's, yeah. No, he may be done with the Republican party and the Democrat party. <laughs> But I believe that he's not done with Ohio because we're not at our full potential. You know, we're not at our full potential. Uh, We have a wonderful state here, a lot of wonderful Mm -hmm. people. Um, Yeah. You know, with the violence and everything going on now, uh, it's kind of getting chaotic. Uh, Here in a small little town in Hicksville, Ohio, in Defiance County, we just had a rivalry at gunpoint, you know, something that rarely happens. And, you know, just 45 minutes from us, you have, you know, the, the city of Toledo. And all of the madness that's going on up there. So yeah. uh, we have some problems, obviously, but we're, we're he's not finished. I, I believe that we are going to, I mean, we're not at our full potential yet. Absolutely. No way. Absolutely not. And, you know, getting back, if you don't mind for a minute, when no, you said absolutely. you run, you know, you lose people. And, you know, I, I want a second just to kind of um, redeem myself because um, Ohio Gun Group um, put out a paid Facebook ad and was saying, you know, that. I didn't um, send back the questionnaire and they were questioning, you know, what I stood on, you know, with, with the, with pro guns and, you know, and just, and I thought I never got the questionnaire. So when somebody had showed me, I immediately went and, you know, um, messaged them. And then I tried to call and say, Hey, you know, I'm pro guns and I'm against red flag laws. (laughs) And so I want to make that very clear because I stand for our second amendment, right? I, you know, I do not believe in red flag laws. I am pro gun. So, you know, people were were questioning that and I was like, Oh, but so anyway, um, We'll be able to get into that later into the show because that's also a very yeah. important subject. I mean, gun rights are going, you know, because yeah. we're also going to talk about states' rights and everything because you, you got the they got the federal government going crazy right now. I mean, they just passed yeah. the assault weapons ban in the, in the, in the House. So, uh, yeah, we'll be able to talk about that later in the show, but it's so important. I'm glad you brought that up, Amy. Yeah. What, uh, yeah. So moving on to our next question. Obviously, you're a fighter for medical freedom with your, uh, you know, starting of the Dark County uh Advocates for Medical Freedom, I believe that's what it's called, correct? Uh, it's Medical Freedom Fires of Dark County. I'm sorry. So, yes, Medical oh, Freedom okay. Fires of Dark County. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, on day one, if you if you would get uh, elected, would you sign the discharge petition to, you know, make sure House Bill 248 is to a vote? Absolutely. Awesome. Awesome. Absolutely, yes. So important yes. that we get medical freedom and to make sure that people are not forced to be vaccinated, especially with this exper- experimental mRNA jab. It's technically right. not a vaccine, and I will say that right. over and over again. I just put out a tweet or a thing on face- Facebook, everywhere on my social medias, saying resident Biden is you know, tested positive for ch- the China virus. Again, I just want to make this very clear, and I'll repeat myself, the jab does not work. It doesn't, right. you know, right. it's about right. global domination and Absolutely. global control. Right. Uh, control. Yeah, that, that's all it is about. I mean, th- this is absurdity. 
you know, and now yeah. they have a pill. <laughs> you, they, the, this, they want you to buy a pill now. I mean, it's, it's crazy. So it's crazy. obviously this is just a never ending money trail for the pharmaceutical companies, big pharma. And we need to, you know, stop that evilness because, you know, it, it's, it, it is pure evil because people are dying from it. But, you know, it's very Absolutely. important that we talk about that, the, 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 the seriousness of this shot of this jab. It's, it's very serious yeah. and we need to make sure that it's being brought up. And it's crazy that our strong legislator, in which we'll talk about how establishment swampy they are, uh, mm-hmm. they never get moving on any type of legislation. And we're such a majority, super majority, even sh- even more of a majority than Florida. Florida state legislator, we get nothing done, especially a bill like this. And now even medical freedom groups are moving to make it a constitutional amendment. That's right. how serious this is getting. So. <laughs> Yeah. You know, it, it's crazy that they haven't moved on it, but you know, because a lot of these people are probably tied up in big pharma, right? I mean, it's, 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 it's probably what it is, but you know, we could talk all day on that, but you know, right. it, it's so Absolutely. important. It's so important that we get the, uh, get, get the word out there that this jab is unsafe and you know, most likely, uh, you know, things, things are going to be different in the mm-hmm. future if we let this go on. I mean, you will oh. have to walk around with IDs. You will, you know, have to be mandated to get several jabs mm-hmm. throughout months. I mean, this is exactly how they wanted to be. So we just yes. need to not be scared to call that out. So important. And look at the, look at the discrimination vaccinated. Oh and my unvaccinated. Gosh. Yeah. It, you know it, what I mean? Yeah, Absolutely. It, mm-hmm. Yes. It's, I, and it, you, it's excuse not, me. Like, mm-hmm. No, no, please. I'm sorry. No, just like you, you know, you said, who would have thought, you know, we're, we're trying to get, you know, the medical right to life, you know, put, um, are you familiar with, um, what Diana Smith with the medical right to life? I, I don't, are you talking about the amendment that they're trying to put? Yes, yeah, yes, yes, absolutely. I mean, yeah. Who would ever have thought, you know, we would, we would be here doing that, yeah, you yeah. know? I and, mean, we, they've submitted petitions four times i believe and they've been rejected all four times so yeah. you know th- this is and then they went through a different route i believe or maybe it was uh, accepted the last I, I i've lost That's track it. of the process it's been so crazy so yeah i believe they're mo- I, I believe it's been rejected four times and they're moving through with this process to the make it a constitutional yes. amendment yes. Five hundred thousand yes. signatures Five hundred thousand <laughs> signatures is what i believe the yep. amount of signatures that they need. So an incredible amount of signatures, but the warriors and patriots out there that fight for freedom, I believe they can get it done very, very easily. Yes. Yes. I believe that's so. But, I believe but moving on to, uh, to mm-hmm. you know, our area and I, uh, the 82nd district is struggling with this very, very heavily. Um, the 84th, I believe probably will too. Now you can maybe get us, give us some insight on that. The 78th, maybe a little bit, but I'm sure the whole state of Ohio is dealing with a little bit of this, mm-hmm. but what are your thoughts on solar fields and wind turbines? Okay. So I stand with the farmers on this, um, against the solar because it, you know, one, it, it takes up the farmland, you know, and, uh, I actually just spoke at the farmer's bureau a few weeks ago and, you know, just hearing some of the farmers, you know, hearts and, you know, then I, I was looking up laws, um, Samuel and looking, you know, um, the state of Iowa has laws in place that no countries can come in and buy land for farming. And then I look, Ohio does not. So, you know, we need, we need to, we need to fix that. Yeah. You know, we need fix that. So, um, and then when you look a farmer, you know, how we need to, there needs to be less regulations for them as well, because for every dollar 
that, you know, for, for the food from the farmer, they're getting only eight cents back on that. Yeah. Is that not crazy? So we need to absolutely protect our farmers and the farmland and um, just hearing all their problems and their issues that they're having. And, um, you know, in Ohio is, you know, huge farm farming. There's absolutely. what is it? Big business. Yes. There's, I think it's 75,000 farms and 90% of them are family run, you know? So absolutely. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, you know, I thank you for answering that question and, uh, you know, we'll see what happens, uh, in the coming years with legislation and whatnot, but, uh, how do you plan on working with a general assembly that is majority establishment Republicans, in my opinion, but has difficulty passing reasonably conservative legislation? Oh, well, again, first and foremost, prayer. You know, we have to pray, you know, um, and coming together. You know, I was asked a question about, you know, co- even compromising on the um, HB 248. You know, we've seen other watered down bills like HB 435 that they want to introduce, you know. And um, I say this all the time, which would leave healthcare workers like me um, on the battlefield. So, you know, people are like, well, can you just compromise? But there's a, there's a time and a place where, you, you're standing for your freedoms, you know, so it is, it is, um, you know, standing for your freedoms and not compromising and, um, you know, and again, you know, it's just, it's being bold, being bold like a lion and working, working with them, but yet, um, first and foremost is, is prayer. <laughs> so, um, and asking God for wisdom, you know, for, for everything, for everything that, you know, is coming up and needing to be passed and, and, and the things that need to be passed is, you know, Hey, like you just said with the medical freedom, you know, um, a lot of people think that HB 248 was, was a dead bill, you know? And so, so many things like that is getting your voice out, using your voice and speaking up, you know, so many times, you know, they, oh, well, you know, you know, people just, you know, keep their mouths quiet is speaking up and being bold like a lion. So, Absolutely. yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Legislators need to be speaking out like Representative, yeah. Representative Gross. She's yes. she even gets kicked oh. off her own committee, being one of the yeah. only ones with a background in health. Yeah. Right. So, you yeah. know, absurdity like that is very important. Amy, what, so I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I, I appreciate her boldness. So no, that's, you know, and you, you look at somebody like, you know, representative Jennifer Gross that has been such a role model and such a, that is a, that is what a representative represents and what she is and how she has been bold like a lion. And so I respect her so much and honor mm-hmm. her. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Moving on here. Uh, what do you believe the top three issues in your 84th district are, Amy? Well, of course, um, taxes, um, of course, and uh, medical freedom and just, you know, just listening to the people. Um, Samuel, it is um, wanting to be heard and it is um, taxes. And the big one is, you know, seeing our gas prices rise. Um, you know, and people are seeing, you know, DeSantis, you know, cut the gas tax. And, you know, and I said that, and, you know, of course, DeWine came back and said, well, you know, that's what we use for our roads and our bridges. Well, if they keep it up with the gas, nobody's going to be driving on those roads. Right. So (laughs) 
I mean, you know, so yeah, um, when you look at that course, it's, it's reducing taxes and, um, you know, and then you look at other issues, you know, the question was asked to me, you know, what have they been doing, you know, and we have so many things that are not being addressed. And I said this the other day, and it's so true. We are the fourth um, most sex trafficked um, state in America. Very important issue. It is. And Columbus is the 10th most, or excuse me, ninth, the ninth most sex trafficking city in our nation. And you're not hearing that, you know, being, being brought out, you know? And so we need to, we need to fix that. You know, we need to fix that. Absolutely. More funding mm-hmm. from that or from yes. budget. That's ginormous anyway. Could yeah. Maybe go to ex- making that extinct practice in our state. My goodness. Okay. And with all the resources and stuff we have, there's no reason that sex trafficking should, should exist in Ohio, by the way. Right. That's just my opinion. I mean, if I was the governor of this great state or the attorney general, there'd be no mm-hmm. way. I mean, it, it would be pure lockdown. Uh, I would have, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. It, we, and then we have so much great law enforcement that would love to go in and, you know, and apprehend these people. Well, absolutely. But, you know, absolutely. It, it seems like it's, it seems like it's always, always an ongoing thing. And, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. we need longer sentences for these monsters as well. Absolutely. We sure important. do. Agree. Yes. But Amy, are you concerned about the August second election with voter turnout? I know you talked a little bit about that, but how are you making sure people turn out to vote? Uh, Just you know, getting people you know everywhere you go. You know, you're making sure, of course, social media. um, You know, and just making aware everywhere you go. And um, all, and like you said, you know, there there was three to five percent turnout. You know, so you you're. It is, it is a very special primary and it is, it's very important we get the word out. So thank you for having this, you know, that we can share this, you know, to get people aware, you know, get out there and vote August 2nd. Yeah. And and that was the main reason of why, you know, I I went so hard at interviewing uh, candidates for this August 2nd election, because I wanted to make sure we have a tremendously high turnout. I want to make sure that, you know, all the predictions are wrong. I want a tremendous, tremendous, uh, you know, because in my opinion, people know about this election. I know you talked about a little bit about your campaigning and people didn't really know about the August 2nd election. I think mm-hmm. the people that are involved, the people that were fighting for medical freedom, right. freedom the right. people that are worried about our elections, the people very in, in, mm-hmm. uh, involved in the governor's election, I believe they are showing up to vote August 2nd because yeah. they are upset of how the redistricting was handled and the money that is yeah. getting spent on this election. Because yeah. You know, I, I don't want it to go and, you, you know, you can mathematically go down to the number of votes and to the amount of money we spent. And, you know, I don't want each vote to cost, you know, $2,000 or something like mm-hmm. that. Now, I know that's a little absurd, but, uh, you know, it, I would hate to have that because I've heard this election is going to cost close to 20 to $30 million. And that's a lot of yeah. jingle. Um, yes. People need to understand that that's a lot of money. So. Yeah. Are are uh, uh, you can go on? Uh, I'm sorry with that. Yep. No, you're good. Um, yeah, and then um, also, you know, Ohio is the third most regulated state, which means they have more regulations behind New York and California. So, so my so my thing is okay. Well, you're gonna you're going as a state representative to create laws, but I believe, hey, let's go repeal some. Awesome. Yes. You know? yeah. So many of them we need to get rid of. Yep. And um, so, yeah, um, 
you know, and you listen to the people. And I think you said that because, you know, I have to say this, you know, you talk about different things that, you know, the media will go out and they will, they will cover. And I had a rally in October and, excuse me, in um, Labor Day last year. And I was interviewed and so was some others. And they had ours up for maybe five minutes and they took it down and they said it was too controversial. And you look at that, how, how we're being censored, we're being, our voices are being um, silenced. And so, you know, like you just said, you know, people are mad, they're, they're seeing it and they're, they're, you know, and, and it's amazing to see though, right? You're seeing people that are being that are being um, used and they're using their voices. Cause you know, I always say where you complain, you remain, but it's when you praise, you get a raise, you know, complaints don't get you anywhere. You know, we, we could sit here all day and complain about this and that, but it's like, okay, well let's get out of the boat. You know, let's, let's get out. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. We got to make sure we're, you know, doing something. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. Amy, I know you're in a little bit of a crowded field, and I'm guessing it's mostly because of the whole redistricting debacle. But, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I always like to ask this question. I think it's very important. Uh, mm-hmm. But what sets you apart from your Republican primary opponents? What sets me apart? Um, well, I'll say this. I'm definitely the underdog. <laughs> and I'm... <laughs> and I'm okay with that, right? Um, yeah. I think we said it before, you know, with God, all things are possible. So I believe, you know, that God, that this, I, I handed this to God and I said, God, I said, what sets me apart is I just want to be God's mouthpiece. Mm-hmm. And, and I know I am, I, I am responsible and accountable to my constituents. But first and foremost, I am responsible and accountable to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. So um, that's that's where I go, you know, and um, so it definitely um, sets me apart as far as uh, my message. Um, you know, like I said, and, you know, you talk about endorsements. I have not been endorsed. I believe I've been, do- been endorsed by Jesus. Um, so, um, <laughs> so um, but as far as endorsements, I'm, I have not been endorsed, but I'm, o- I'm okay with that. I, um, I realized, you know, going through this, that um, I've learned so much. So, and um, I'm so thankful for the people that God is connecting me with. Just, just like, just like you. Yeah, well, you know, we we've been to I, I've been to some events with Mark McKeon. Obviously, I was yeah. traveling with him, and uh, you know, you guys. I believe it was your kickoff uh, fun or kickoff fundraiser for your campaign or your kickoff event. Oh, we had a cool picture next to a big semi. I think yeah. we had a bunch of your stuff decorated, but that's an yeah. awesome picture. But yeah. uh, it's very important that you know, you know, it's just so important. Yeah, yeah, I did. Um, that was uh, what that, that was. A, that was at the country club yes. here in Dark County. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It was fun. Yeah. Nice place, by the way. Yeah, it is. Clear. That was in April, wasn't it? Wow. Mm-hmm. It just Beautiful. wow. But <laughs> uh, what what will be the first legislation you sponsor as a state representative, Amy? Well, um, I, you know, I was asked that the other day, and you know, I could I could sit here and say, well, it'd be this, this, and this. But honestly, Samuel, it's like God. What do you What do you want me to do first? I'm, I mean, I am taking this with prayer, with everything. And of course, medical is near and dear to my heart, Samuel, you know, because I work in the medical field. Mm-hmm. And, and, having said, and having said that, um, I, I have to say this. I sat down with a man, um, his name's Eric Burns, and he is the chief of Tri-Village um, EMS. And he told me that EMS in the state of Ohio isn't essential. And wow. that blew my 
because I'm thinking, how in the world is EMS not essential? And and hearing his heart and how they went and they petitioned and they you know wa- they wanted their voices heard and they haven't been heard. And I'm and so you know of course you know I want to oh I, you know there's so many things when you hear hear the people you want to you want to be their voice you want you want to be their voice for that you want to make sure you know EMS is essential. It should have always been essential. That shouldn't even be something we need to discuss. You know what I'm saying? And so we look at all these things, even when, you know, when you look back and think what the government, what does the government have to do to say what is essential, what is not? You know, (laughs) I mean. And sadly, Mike DeWine thought abortion clinics were essential during the pandemic. Terrible. Terrible. But Amy, Mm -hmm. next question here. What would you do to stand against federal government overreach? And you're seeing that a lot with this new administration and just our Congress people on the Capitol Hill, probably the most corrupt building in all of the world. But right. how, what, 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 do you, what will you do to stand against federal government overreach and lead Ohio back to states' rights? Well, you're right. We are seeing tyranny like we've never seen before. And it is an overreach because they are abusing power. You know, it is, it is not, it, they, they think that they are, you know, that they're in control when, when, you know, and it is abuse of power and we're seeing it. We have, we have not seen tyranny like we, like we are now in a way like, you know, with how they're using, like you just said, with the, with the COVID vaccine and all the control that they're bringing with that. And it has been the people, you know, like you said, the freedom fighters and the patriots that's been holding the line and saying, you know, as, as my, as my slogan is, you know, we're standing up, we're speaking out, we're pushing back, you know, we are not going to, we're, we're using our voices because that's what they've tried to do is silence our voices. But, you know, another, you know, one is a voice, but together we're a force. You know, and so that is raising up our voices and speaking out and being like, you know, bold as lions. Absolutely. And so that's what we need to do is be bold as lions and keep standing up and speaking out and pushing back. Because, um, you know, I, I said this before and I'm going to say this again because, you know, God has got this burning in my spirit, you know, that we are literally at this Red Sea moment. You know, that we, we don't want to go back, Samuel, you know, back, you know, you know, look at the book of Exodus, you know, when the, when the, when Pharaoh's army was, was behind them and they were at that pivotal place and they, we don't want to go back to social distance and we don't want to go back to masks and we don't want to go back to curfew and lockdowns, but yet forward, it looks impossible, but yet it is that, it is that, that leap of faith, you know, as God won before us as a cloud by day and pillar of fire by night. And it's taking prayer to do that. That's the only thing that's going to push back this governmental overreach, because what we're really dealing with as well is that, um, you know, that we're dealing with a spiritual war. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's take that Ephesians, um, you know, six that says, you know, so we don't fight flesh and blood, you know, but principalities and high wicked dark places. We need to come against that. So that's why it's like you said, we got to get the the God fearing ones in. Mm -hmm. So. Amen. Make sure we protect our states' rights. Absolutely. 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 A five on one hand and the Constitution in the other. <laughs> yeah. okay. You got to be careful with the Josh Mandel now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like that, though, Amy. He, Josh, yeah. Josh did actually come out of his rabbit hole and he did uh, put out something for Sabrina Warner against Betty Montgomery. So I was very impressed to see that about Josh. Oh, okay. We'll give Josh a shout out. Betty Montgomery yeah. needs to go. Shout out to Sabrina yes. Warner. But, yeah, absolutely. 
Moving on, yes. what are your thoughts between the uh, the deal between the state of Ohio and the tech company Intel? Wow. Yeah. Well, we know what that's about because um, we don't. You know, just when you're talking about the COVID um, passports, you know, and we're seeing how they're they're trying to, you know, biblically, we know what that means, but we we see. Um, as far as um, the passports go, um, how they're going to use that and how I think it's a forerunner. You know what I mean? How it's a forerunner to biblically what 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 they're trying to lead up to. And so um, my thoughts on it is um, this is this is a this is definitely um, leading up to um, Bible prophecy for sure. So and the the tech company Intel's the chip, you know, Yep, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's for the cars and whatnot. It's something that, yeah. you know, is what a lot of people are upset about is the cost of the taxpayer money that we're paying for uh, this tech company to come in there. So, uh, it, it, you know, they talk about business friendly, but then they, you know, it, it costs the taxpayer a bunch of money. And then I've also mm-hmm. heard that this Intel company is going to be mandating the jab. Um, so, right. you know. Um, yeah, there's just several things that, you know, because I guarantee you, Ron DeSantis, you know, well, first off, you can't mandate the jab there. But secondly, right. if, if you could, you know, they, I, I would just be a governor that wouldn't want businesses coming into my state that are going to be like that. Right. That's not working right. friendly environment. I don't want you in my state. Exactly. So, but yeah. how you encourage uh, companies to bring jobs to the 84th district and how you encourage people to get back to work? Well, um, talking about that, uh, there, there needs to be less regulations. There is so many regulations that these businesses have to jump hoops through, you know, and, you know, even seeing, you know, I talked to a manager of a restaurant and listening to his heart about the food costs and he said, you know, because the food costs have went so high, you know, they're having to raise their prices on the menu, you know. And so then you see, you know, workers, you know, you know, they're paying their workers so much. And then, it, you know, of course, you know, we're feeling that, you know, when we go and pay for our food. And then I was talking to, um, you know, a man that's uh, a sheriff here and how the sheriffs here, you know, make make as much as if, you, if, a, if someone would go and work at Chipotle. You know, and then I talked to, you know, again, Eric Burns and talking about EMTs and paramedics and listening to how they go, you know, paramedic almost two years of school. And then they, they come in and they, they're making, you know, as much as, again, you know, $18, you know. So you're looking at that and you're thinking, wow, there, there has to be a change there, you know, with, with the way that um, we're, we're paying, especially our sheriffs. You know, we got to make sure they're, they're being taken care of. You know, and of course, our EMTs and and our and our emergency medical um, workers, and so yeah, I mean, you look at that, and it all needs to be, it all has to be looked at, and and coming together, and then again, again, coming together with pen and paper, and saying, hey, you know, what 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 do you need, you know, and hearing just like hearing, you know, Eric Burns's heart, you know, how he's running off of an X amount of dollars for a year because they're not considered essential. And they're not getting all of their grants and their funding because of that, you know. So there's just different things that you have to adjust and look at, and and um, you know, and and you look at these businesses that have to run on all these regulations, and and you know that's that's 
that's more money. And yeah, so there's just, there's so many things that has, that has to be looked at. And um, again, you know, I'm not here to say I know all the answers, but you know, I, I, I let's, let's get some pen and paper. Let's work together. What do you need? Mm-hmm. You know? So absolutely. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, we've been seeing major trends. Sorry, but moving on here, we've been seeing uh, some major tragedies all throughout the country. Some shootings in schools, um, par- mm-hmm. uh, grocery stores, malls, etc. Uh, especially the schools is you know something that I'm most concerned about. And obviously, this is not a new thing, but uh, it's crazy to see that that we've really never done anything different, other than you know try to put locks on our doors, which right. still seems to fail, right? As you mm-hmm. as you see with the Uvalde shooting, uh, but anyway, would you vote yes for a bill funding to arm school resource officers or other armed professionals at the school, and how will you protect the Second Amendment as a state representative? Well, yes, I would absolutely, and um, and I like want to say again, I am pro-gun. So I completely back uh, and support the Second Amendment. And um, also, having said that, you know, protecting our schools, I'm I'm going to take it another another step, is let's get prayer back in school. What was it, 1962, they took prayer out of school? You know, we need to to get prayer back in schools, you know? So um, absolutely, that's, that's, um, I definitely stand for that. Yes. Thank you for that, Amy. It's so important. Mm-hmm. This last Pride Month, we've seen drag queen story time mm-hmm. and pride parades taking over our youth, teachers showing full support for the pride and other woke ideologies. What are your thoughts on House Bill 616 that Mike Lloydcheck has sponsored, and do you mm-hmm. think that there's a place for politics in the classroom? There... We do not need, absolutely, we do not need that in our, no, we, I don't want any transgender in the school's um, ideology. Um, Having said that, the critical race theory, common core, all of that has to go. All of that has to go. And um, I am so thankful I got connected with Jessica France, um, who has been on the Bethel School Board that has been, um, you know, they, I don't know if you've heard about that. Yes, that's very important. I listened to uh, Pastor Neil Peterson's uh, uh, speech there, and it was wonderful. I mean, he really took it Oh, isn't that powerful? Yes. It was absolutely powerful. And um, I was there that month after, and, um, you know, hearing that, and how, you know, the, you know, and praise God, you know, God put Jessica France there, you know, to, to, um, you know, push that back, you know, with, uh, well, you know, everything that's going on right now with, uh, with the lawsuit mm-hmm. and, uh, but, it's, but seeing that seeing how the parents voices weren't being heard, you know, and I mean, what there was, I don't know how many hundreds of parents in there that were speaking out against it. So you can see that there is a, there is a line being woken and people are standing up and, and realizing that there is an agenda to indoctrinate our children. And we say, no, you know, we, have we say no, we stand, we, we're going to not just stand up, we're going to push back and we say no. So mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. We got to stop this transgenderism and having we you know, need litter, litter, boxes, litter boxes in the bathrooms. Oh, I, mean, I know. It's, I, it's crazy. Uh, it is. It is. Absolutely. First off, first yes. off, cats and dogs aren't allowed in 
in school. <laughs> so, right. so technically they shouldn't be there if, if that's the case. Right. My yeah, goodness. I was talking I was talking to one of the Bethel moms and they were saying that there was um a kid in California that they he has a collar and when he has to go to the bathroom, they have a place outside for him to go. And it's just wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and, and um, it's sad because these children, I mean, th- their minds are sponges, right? And anything you tell them, right. they can take it in for whatever they want. Um, mm-hmm. I was a kid and I had this huge imagination and I, you know, and I loved being a child. It was, you know, awesome. Childhoods are great, but I'm glad yeah. that I have parents that raised me up in a wonderful childhood, you know, in that, in that type of uh, environment, mm-hmm. you know, but mm-hmm. you don't see that really much. I mean, you do still see it, but it's important that we get back to that because you wouldn't have children thinking that they're dogs. And then also to allowing this, right. I mean, you have to say no, you have to say no and you know, it it needs to stop, but and we could go, we could go on and on with that. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we absolutely, we need to stand up against it. And, um, so yeah, absolutely. And, um, you, you, (laughs) I I couldn't even believe the litter box thing. Like that still blows my mind. Yes. (laughs) It's crazy. It's happening here in Ohio. It's happening yeah. here in Ohio. Yeah. Yes, people. it is. But do mm-hmm. you believe that there's election fraud in Ohio? And if there is, what should be changed, Amy? So you're speaking on voter integrity. Um, there has been, um, which we we know there's there has been things that's not right and things that things that definitely needs to change in voter integrity. And, um, as far as, um, what was it? They were trying to, trying to pass a bill where you didn't need your driver's license. That should never, ever, you know, um, ever be, you know? And, um, so yeah, we need, we need to be accountable and, um, not strip those rights away. And, um, we need to, and, and, you know, I, I, and voter integrity too is going to the polls and saying, okay, God, you know, who is it that you, that you want in this position, you know? And so, you know, I, I look at it in so many different ways as far as, um, for voter integrity. And, um, but yeah, I believe there, there absolutely has been voter fraud. And well, of course we've seen that with the, um, 20 in 2000 and, um, or was it a couple of years ago during, 2020. during COVID 2020? Yeah, we've seen that. We've seen that, you know, that how they did that and how it was, it was fraud. So, um, but then, like you said, you know, they, they close that down, but then they keep the abortion clinics open, you know, how, how demonic that was. Mm-hmm. So, so I guess on this question, what do you think mm-hmm. about the machines in the state of Ohio? Like, are, are you, I mean, should we get away from the machines? Are you, are you okay with the machines? What's your opinion on the machines? Um, you know, that's been asked to me before and I, I don't know if we should do away with them. I mean, of course, you know, everybody wants, you know, or, you know, talks about the paper ballots and, Mm -hmm. you know, you, yeah. So, um, you know, I, I go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you go ahead. Well, the main thing for me is just, you know, in my opinion, I feel like any machine could be hacked or sometimes compromised. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I I don't want to sound like, you know, I'm saying that there is election fraud in Ohio Mm -hmm. or trying to blame because, 
you know, I've talked to many people that work at the board of elections and who work there and, you know, you can go and tour right. and look into it. So right. I'm sure it's something that, you know, most of us need to dig into, but like you mentioned about photo ID, we also, we have right. photo ID here in the state of Ohio, but you can vote multiple other ways. So, you mm -hmm. know, is there things, you know, there, there, it's just things that we most definitely need to look into in the state of Ohio, in my opinion. Right. I agree too. I absolutely do agree that we need to, we need to look into that and there's things absolutely that needs to be fixed um, with that. And, um, you know, of course they always, you know, they say the sure way is, you know, the paper ballot, if, mm -hmm. you know, but um, I, I agree with you on that because, you know, any machine can be, can be, um, you know, can be compromised or compromised or, some way. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But I, I'll just explain this story to you is why I'm so skeptical about our voting just system here in Ohio. I go in mm -hmm. to cast my ballot on May 3rd. I asked for a paper ballot. The people working mm -hmm. at the polls say that no, we, we don't have those. I said, excuse I've me. I've heard that. I've heard that. So, so first off, they're not even being told that they, that people can be allowed to have a request a paper ballot mm -hmm. and to fill mm -hmm. in, you know, fill in with a pen, et cetera. So yeah, that's I, I think that, you know, there's most definitely some things that maybe need to be looked into at the state of Ohio with our election system, our election process, right. but that's just, you know, that's, that's where I stand and, you know, I we'll see what that. happens and it, and it takes yeah. a majority to do anything. Right. So we need to make sure that we're getting a, a lot of people in our state legislator that will do something about it. Right. But it seems like Frank LaRose does whatever he wants anyway, <laughs> without the legislator. So yeah. Whatever. Yeah, I, I actually, um, I love John Adams. So, you oh, know, amen. He, John Adams. He's yeah, the man. You know, he's the man. absolutely. He, he, I loved his message about voter integrity. So, and I actually heard that, that people um, asked for a paper ballot and they, they're like, what? You know, they didn't even know mm -hmm. what. Yeah, so I was I kind of, that. I was, wow. it, it kind of made me really mad. I, I will say that it did trigger me <laughs> because, yeah. Uh, yeah. And then also, too, you know how they have different Republicans and, you know, Democrat representatives there. The Democrat representative was standing over me as I'm trying to insert my ballot. Like, can you give me some space, please? You know, what about, wow. like, she's looking at my ballot. You know, I, she's wow. looking at who I'm voting for. So wow. it's absurdity, but whatever. Yeah. You know, yeah. we, we just got to keep fighting. Got to keep fighting and call yeah. it out. Absolutely. There's so many things that needs fixed. Absolutely. So many things we looked at. Uh, I agree with you. Absolutely. And I'm glad you brought up sex, sex trafficking. That wasn't a question that, I, you know, we had prepared, but I'm glad you brought that up. It's so important that we fix that here in the state of Ohio. Yeah, yeah. How has it been running, and this is our last question for you, Amy, other mm -hmm. than your ending statement. How, is, mm -hmm. how has it been running a campaign? Have you, have you uh, or and, and what new have you learned about yourself, your faith in the state mm -hmm. of Ohio? Oh, so many things. Um, I, you know, First of all, I just, it's been such a journey and so many amazing people that God has connected me with. Um, even with, um, you know, I think back a year ago, I started the protests, you know, me and some coworkers were going around Kettering Hospital, Premier Hospital, and, and just the people that I met um, there. Actually, I uh, met Rodney Creech. <laughs> He was, he was there one day going around and it, it's just been so amazing how God has doing that, how he's connecting people together like that. And it's just been, and, and learning how, how we really, you know, like we talked earlier, you know, taking a step in faith and realizing that it's, it's letting God use us, you know, as a yielded, obedient vessel, you know, and just 
and just seeing, and, and I'm learning, you know, just letting go and let God, you know, and just letting God use us. And, um, you know, and learning that just, and, and honestly, just listening to people, you know, what they need, you know, and whether it's farmers or, you know, whether it's a business owner, you know, and we talked about, you know, when, you know, the businesses that weren't considered essential, you know, these, these mom and pop businesses, you know, that had to shut down, you know, and listening and seeing that and seeing that, you know, we don't want to go through that again, you know, and that's mm -hmm. why this, this is so important to, you know, to vote to, you know, to get the people in that, you know, would stand for righteousness. And so I, most importantly, I learned how amazing God is and how faithful he is and, and just how, how he just shows up and shows off. And sometimes, you know, it's at the very last minute. It's like, you know, okay, God, you know what I mean? It's just letting God show how amazing and how he is, his word is true. And, um, as that's, that's, what's been so amazing for me to sit and see, like, like you don't know how God's going to do things or how God's going to do this, but then to sit back and think, wow, you're so faithful, God. And, um, so yeah. And, and you know, and I, I want to say this, you know, God has given each and every one of us a purpose, you know, mm -hmm. that our past don't dictate our future, that God wants to use us. And so, you know, and through this, you know, you know, you talk about how God's not done with Ohio. Well, the word of God says in Joel, for in the last days, I'm going to pour out my spirit upon all flesh. So there is a harvest out there, you know, that, you know, for revival and for souls. And so, you know, and I appreciate um, Pastor Neil Peterson. You know, I, I spent some time with him back in September when he first, um, you know, he said he was going to run for governor. And he said, you know, I just don't want to go around Ohio to win votes, but I want to go around Ohio and win souls. And I'm like, man, God is just raising up, you know, people that have that same heart and, and spirit to go and just, you know, for God to do an amazing thing here in Ohio. Absolutely. And I love your message there. Yeah. Thank you for that. It's so important. Mm -hmm. Amy, Thank you, Amy. Amy, we really do appreciate you coming on the show. Uh, yeah, it's so thank important you. that your message is heard. Absolutely. It's so important that your message is heard. Um, we always love the candidates who give an ending statement. Uh, if there's anything that we didn't ask that we should have asked or anything that you would <laughs> like to leave, leave the listeners with, we'd love you to do so right now. Then after to that, after that, can you please leave your social media website, any personal contact information, if you'd like to give that out or even okay. a place where we can donate, please. Thank you so much. Well, thank you, Samuel, for this time again. And, um, I just, I, you know, whoever's listening to this, um, you know, I don't know if you're, you know, a freedom fighter or if you're just, you know, in, you know, why should you vote for me? Well, I, I, like I said before, I've never ran for a governmental office, but I want to be used by God and just to go forth and have God use my mouth as his mouthpiece and for my hand to be his hand extended. And I just pray, you know, that God would allow me to be in just to, just to stand for righteousness, you know, and, and, you know, there, the, of course, you know, we need to get back. There's already laws that are our constitutions, you know, we need to get back and stand, you know, and get back, you know, I've, I've been an honor to meet Ricky Pepin, who leads um, the, the institution, the Constitution, and she introduced me to a book, you know, the lesser, the lesser, the doctrine of lesser magistrates, and you know, to listen and to get back to what the Constitution is, 
you know, and to get back and, you know, and, and standing for that. And because people are seeing that our rights are being taken away and how our voices are being silent. But I believe God is raising up an army. And, and that's why God, um, you know, told me to use the lion for my logo, to be bold as lions and to literally to stand up for him and, and to stand up and on the word of God. Because you know what? It's like a palm tree. You know, we may bend, we may sway, but we're not going to give way. We're going to be strong because we're going to, we have, this is a point in time where we have to be rooted and grounded in the word of God, because that's the only thing that's going to fight this battle, you know, is, is this, this is a spiritual battle is the word of God. And so um, I say that as just to represent the people, but first and foremost, to represent Jesus Christ. So again, my name is Amy Morrow. I'm running for District 84, and he approves this message. <laughs> That's wonderful, Amy. <laughs> please, please don't forget to leave any social media. Oh yes. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yes, um, all, medical. It's Medical Freedom Fighters of Dark County, and um, you. I know there's people. You know, I don't live in Dark County, but you know, I have people. I have someone that just joined from Missouri. So wonderful. I invite. It's not just for medical. It's not just um, for medical freedom. It's for all freedoms, you know, because people ask, it's just for medical. No, it's for all freedoms. And so um, anyway, I just appreciate all the support um, and first and prayer. That's that's the main thing for me is, is to pray for me, you know, wow. and yeah. Well, we will continue to pray for you. Uh, I will. Thank you so much, I think Samuel. it's very important. Thank you so much for your message on the show. The listeners will much enjoy it. I, I definitely enjoyed this, Amy. But again, thank you, you so much for your time. Yes. This, was, this was awesome. Um, good luck to you, though, tomorrow. You. It's so important. Um, yeah, thank you I, so much. I, uh, I know that you've been putting a lot on the line here, but remember, no matter what uh, no matter what happens, uh, you know, we're, we're still going to do what we got to do. So uh, yeah, keep absolutely. That fire, keep yeah. that fire. Keep yes. that fight. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I hope the nominee will do a great job in the state house. Pray for them, obviously. As well. They yes. Will, absolutely. They will have competition. I'm most certainly, I'm sure the Democrats are putting everyone they can to run against someone. Um, you right. know, that's how they do. They work very well at that. But, they sure uh, do. <laughs> Amy, thank you so much. I hope you have a great thank rest of the day. And, thank you. Uh, so you're always well. welcome back on the show. Okay. Well, Just please, this- please stay in touch. I will. And, and I, I so appreciate you and all that you're doing. Um, you, you, you know, even though you're very young, God, God's using you so mightily and he has such an amazing purpose and plan for your life. So it's amazing to see what God's going to do with you. So it was an honor, Samuel. And so I, I, this is, like I said, again, this is a kingdom connection. So I look forward to working with you soon in the future absolutely absolutely all glory to him though all glory amen, to him. amen. that's right for him absolutely to him be the glory amen. amen thank you so much again thank you amy you have a great day okay bye-bye bye-bye there we have it our first candidate from district 84 it's very important um that we're trying to get you all these candidates out there i know that we're only one day away, and tomorrow, you know, sadly, a candidate won't be going on the show because it's election day. It's election day! It's the day we've been waiting for. Down goes Dave Johnson. Yes, we'll have some good coverage on that. Um, obviously, the show will be at 11, but hopefully, if it all works out, 
we will have an exclusive with GOP Josh, the conservative crusader, and we'll be going over some of the election results from the state central committee races, from the state representative races, and the state center races, all coming from you from the Red Future Radio Network. We're making sure we're giving you all the great content and you know bringing you what's going on. The candidates that win, the candidates that didn't win, the results, et cetera. It's so important that we get that to you. And I'm excited for that because, honestly, I'm excited for the results. Um, I hope I'm not in a grumpy mood going through them. I hope it's a really, really happy mood. But, you know, I always try to be happy. I mean, what, why be grumpy, right? There's no reason to be. Sorry, my mic was a little looser. But why be grumpy? Why, you know, be happy? It's so important. But uh, we'll be bringing you some of that uh, but Tuesday, it's it's coming. It's so close. Uh, I'm so excited to uh, you know see what's going to happen. But enough with enough of that. Excuse me. On to the most important thing on the show. It is the verse of the day. This verse comes from Colossians chapter one, verse twenty-seven. For God wanted them to know that the riches and glory of Christ are for your Gentiles, too. And this is the secret. Christ lives in you. This gives you assurance of, his, of sharing his glory. That's from Colossians chapter 1, verse 27. We got to make sure we're bringing Jesus into people's lives, uh, like Amy said. Uh, what Neil said, <laughs> he's not only trying to get votes, but he's trying to get souls. Trying to get souls to go to Christ. We need to make sure that we are saving as many people as we can because we are, you know, in some rough times right now, and we need to make sure we're getting people back to Christ. It's so important uh, because we will save people if we get back to Christ, and. They, they will, you know, live in heaven with us. And that's what we want. That's exactly what we want. Tomorrow will just be an episode with me. Uh, we'll be talking about some things going on in the election. We might have some, I don't know, some things brewing that I'll be able to talk about. I know there's a lot going on. Our economy and a recession that the government won't talk about. Um, so much. Uh, Maricopa County is now having drop ballots, ballot boxes. So will they steal that election? Will Carrie Lake end up losing? Uh, and also, the primary in Michigan is being held soon. And the governor's race up there, and Donald Trump, President Donald Trump, is endorsing again, and I believe he endorsed the wrong candidate once again. But, remember, I believe it's about dollar signs, not actually making a difference. Sadly, I don't think that, but I believe other people do. But we need to make sure we're getting rid of that. But, you know, we'll have some things to talk about that, and, you know, we'll wind it together and uh, hopefully get you some good content. But thank you so much for listening. I look forward to bringing you more news, content, interviews, and talk shows. Please check out the website, redfutureradio.com. We have a new Telegram channel, The Samuel McGuire Show. Please go and subscribe to it. It's very important. Telegram is a very, very big connection with a lot of patriots. We need to make sure the show gets out there and publicized and people can listen to it there. My social media is at Samuel C. McGuire. I'm on Facebook, Twitter, Truth Social, Instagram, Getter, Parlor, Telegram, and TikTok. My email is 
samuelcmcguire at gmail.com. Please email me. If you want on the show, let me know. Some awesome general elections coming up. God bless you. Take care. Love you all. This is the Samuel McGuire Show on Red Future Radio.